your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Tuesday, January 11th edition of Locked On Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast where we talk about all things Florida Panthers. I'm Armando Velez from PantherParkway.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Monoman12. You can follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. You can also follow the national show Locked On NHL and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark, where they'll be covering all the regular season activities around the National Hockey League. And thank you once again for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. So the Florida Panthers, they returned to practice on Monday at the Florida Panthers Ice Den in Coral Springs. And it's crazy because the Florida Panthers, after coming off a road trip where they win three out of four, we talked about the depth that shows up for this Florida Panthers team. Reinforcements are back for this Florida Panthers team. So the two Sams, Sam Reinhardt off the COVID list, and he is playing on the top line on the right wing with Alexander Varkov and Carter Verhage. And Sam Bennett is also back for the Cats as well, centering that second line with Jonathan Huberdeau and Anthony Duclair. And I mean. I asked Jamison Olive when he came on the show whether Bill Zito likes green eggs and ham, and chances are, yesterday, he had green eggs and ham for breakfast right before the two Sams returned. But that, you know, that's just a speculation. You know, there's no confirmation. But (laughs) anyway, the Florida Panthers, it's with them being back at home with this three-game homestand that they have this week, it's just another opportunity to just continue to just pull away and try to go for the Atlantic Division title. And I want to talk about a few parts of the presser where Sam Bennett spoke about the decision by the NHL to suspend him, his disappointment in not being able to play the Calgary Flames. So first of all, he was talked about how he wasn't in agreement with the suspension by the NHL. He accepted it, and he talked about a little bit about how, even though he was able to travel with the team, he was able to travel with the team, which is great. He didn't go away. He didn't stay away from the ice. He wasn't going out anywhere. He was still staying with the team. He was still practicing. He was still locked in with what the Florida Panthers were doing, and he was able to still get some practice time, and he said that he he felt a little fresh coming in to the practice and knowing that he's going to play tomorrow. Although disappointing that he didn't get to play his former team, the Calgary Flames, and then seeing Ryan Lomberg score. He didn't talk about Ryan Lomberg scoring. um, The media didn't ask him that. But his response was a little different than Lomberg's about wanting to play his former team. Ryan Lomberg, last week when he scored, talked about how it's just another game. But of course, Ryan Lomberg's not a former top five pick from the Calgary Flames, while Sam Bennett is. There's a lot of expectations when 
Sam Bennett was taken number fourth overall in the 2014 draft, mostly a bottom six player. Uh, they're just not a fit. And even Jess Belmosto of Locked On Calgary Flames said that it was the right move to move on from him, and he found a better fit here in Florida. And Sam Bennett gets that opportunity to face the Calgary Flames again in just a few weeks. The Florida Panthers will be after this homestand. The Florida Panthers will get an opportunity to face the Calgary Flames again. I believe they face off against Calgary next Tuesday. I'm checking the schedule as we speak. Yeah, first game of the West Coast trip uh, will be in Calgary. Of course, there are questions on right that I do have right now on whether those games will be played because if you've been following the NHL, a lot of postponements have been happening with the NHL on attendance issues and trying to create an atmosphere that the NHL and the Canadian government feel safe for the new Omicron variant of COVID to have fans and players in, in, this, in, in the same vicinity as each other. And the New York Islanders, who had a majority of their Canadian road trip, which started in the U.S. in Seattle and then made their way into Canada, they just postponed that whole trip all in all. But there's still time. The Florida Panthers don't know the status of those games. None of us do. But in the next coming weeks, we will be knowing what is going to be the status of the Florida Panthers' upcoming West Coast Canadian trip. Andrew Burnett, he did speak about Sam Reinhart. So Sam Reinhart is back on that top line, as I said earlier in this segment. And that was the top, remember, that was the top line that was placed at the very beginning of the season. And within two periods, it was already switched with Angie Duclair going on the top line and Sam Reinhart downgraded to the third line. And I always said then that it wasn't an indication of who Sam Reinhart is. It's just the multitude of depth on this lineup. Andrew Burnett was asked about whether he feels that the top two lines now, which is right now at full strength as of right now, that does he feel that it's a 1A, 1B situation with these two top two lines? And he, he pretty much said that he it's, it's two lines that you could really rely on. Sam Reinhart is a guy who could play anywhere in this lineup. And despite starting off a little slow, I mean, it's also not surprising that he started off a little slow because he was getting so used to a new system in place after being in one for so long having to carry his line from when Jack Eichel went out and having to be that center for the Buffalo Sabres and then coming to a new situation a new coaching staff an unfamiliar place moving and everything and now before we know it Sam Reinhart has 26 points in 32 games almost a point per game and the recent stretch that he was on from the end of November and, De- and December to where, where he was right before being placed on the COVID list and getting two points on New Year's Day against Montreal, he is really finding his fit here. Nothing against Maxim Mammon. Maxim Mammon, had, after going to the KHL in CSK Moscow, Andrew Burnett was also asked about that too, about how... He's been able to develop his game better. He 
talked about how he was a little unfamiliar with Mammon because he wasn't here during his first stint here. But the fact that he's been able to come back, the fact that he's been able to, after missing most of training camp and being sent down to Charlotte at first, Mammon has taken the most out of this opportunity. And Mammon's now on the third line, which means Owen Tippett's the odd man out. And it's not surprising now with Owen Tippett being the odd man out. He just hasn't produced. He hasn't shown that he is able to keep a consistent spot in this lineup because I, I every time I watch Owen Tippett play, I, I just don't see him producing. I just don't see him trying to create something. Well, trying to create, but he, he is trying to create, but it's just not going. <laughs> it's just not going in and he and not getting open lanes neither. And and he, during the practice there was that extra fifth line with uh Joe Thornton and Derek McKenzie, uh former captain Derek McKenzie, he's off the COVID list, so now he's gonna be returning to the behind the bench for the Florida Panthers. And also um one bit of news is Mason Marchment hasn't been cleared of COVID protocol yet. Uh, chances are we could be seeing him back in practice on Thursday, right before the Florida Panthers uh, face off against the Dallas Stars on Friday. So after Tuesday's game, the Florida Panthers will have two off days before a back-to-back on Friday and Saturday between the Dallas Stars and the Columbus Blue Jackets as well. In the next segment, we're going to talk about a possible player that the Florida Panthers could or could not go after. Who is that player who is available via free agency? We'll talk about that next in the next segment here on Locked On Panthers. Your first listen of the day. Got beard? Get primal. You heard me right. Got beard? Get primal. If you or someone you care about has a beard, it needs to get primal. Maybe you're that guy who's never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product. Primal Origin Oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. The products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and with new impact on our planet. Primal Origin Oils make balms, oils, and whipped butter that are renowned as the best feel in beard products available. All products are fair trade certified and handcrafted in the USA. The combo kit make a great New Year's gift, and if you're shopping for yourself, you'll be glad you did. We know that every company claims to have the best, but Primal Origin Oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and feel in beard to the other products you've used. We promise you, you'll see and feel the difference. Remember, use the code Locked On gets you 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. Use the code Locked On at checkout for 20% off. Second segment here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, as the Florida Panthers will be playing against the Vancouver Canucks tonight at the FLA Live Arena at 7 p.m. But I was listening to one of the national podcast yesterday the athletic hockey show and they were talking about the situation with former sharks forward evander kane and evander kane was placed on unconditional waivers for for purposes of contract termination just a few days ago and he cleared and his contract is officially terminated his agent and along with the nhl players association filed a grievance against the San Jose Sharks um, based on everything that Evander Kane and his, and his behavior that caused that contract termination. And for the Sharks, on their side of things, though the contract is clear off of their books, 
they have an opportunity to re-sign one of their players who is an expiring contract this year in Thomas Hurdle. Maybe a player that the Florida Panthers could have gone after at the trade deadline, but it looks like that the San Jose Sharks now have that space to keep Hurdle in San Jose long-term. So if you're looking for trade deadline acquisitions for the Florida Panthers, Thomas Hurdle is likely off the list for the cap. But one of the podcasters from The Athletic, Ian Mendez, and also Haley Salvian, they talked about it as well, about the possibility of Evander Kane signing with the Florida Panthers. And they said that most likely that, um, they can see him in, the Tampa, in a Tampa Bay Lightning uniform, but they also mentioned the Panthers a little bit. And there was rumors uh, that I heard this morning about Evander Kane possibly signing with the Edmonton Oilers, but there's nothing official yet as of this recording right now. Things might change by the time you guys are listening to this. But should the Florida Panthers go after Evander Kane? And let's talk about more of his recent history with the San Jose Sharks. Just in the last year, um, there's millions and millions of dollars in debt that Evander Kane has due to gambling. And hopefully that he gets the help that he needs because when you're addicted to gambling you get that dopamine rush of winning and then you want to continue doing it and that's what Evander Kane caught himself in he had an interview with Linda Cohn of ESPN talking about how he didn't bet on his own games and then shortly after uh, that he was caught using a fake vaccination card um, submitted to San Jose Sharks he was suspended for 21 games uh, placed on waivers cleared waivers, sent down to the AHL, tested positive for COVID. And then while testing positive for COVID, he books a flight to his hometown of Vancouver, British Columbia, while COVID positive. And that gave the San Jose Sharks enough ammunition to go ahead with putting him on unconditional waivers for purposes of contract termination. But that's not the first incident that Evander Kane has involved himself in. Uh, there was an assault allegation that he had uh, from a few years ago in Vancouver in July of 2016. There, while he was with the Buffalo Sabres, he crossed the border to go to Toronto for the NBA All-Star game and missed the practice and then got suspended by the team for a game and fined as well. And... That's another, that's another incident that Evander Kane found himself in. And, excuse me, the, the assault allegation was uh, 2014. But there's just many, many incidents that the, the, the former Sharks forward found himself in. The talent is there for Evander Kane. Just during his time in the AHL this year, eight points in five games. So as far as talent goes, he's NHL ready. Last year, his one of his best seasons, 49 points in 56 games, played all 56 games for the San Jose Sharks, averaging almost a point per game. But I think of so many times where you give a guy a chance, you allow them to get themselves together and clean up their act, but the truth is, sometimes people can think that they can 
go through life and think that they don't get caught in certain things is like, oh, I if I just sneak my way through this, then I don't think I'm going to get caught doing anything. But time and time again, he has been caught doing things that he didn't think he would get caught in. And now Evander Kane is under a huge, huge microscope. He's being watched on literally every single thing he does, every single thing he says, every move he makes. And is that a situation where the Florida Panthers want to put themselves in, bringing in a player like Evander Kane? Already the Florida Panthers, they don't have issues with scoring without Evander Kane. They don't have issues with that. Second in the league and average goals per game. And I just think when you have this many chances for to make your staple in the NHL, not only from a player point of view, but from a character point of view, Evander Kane hasn't shown that consistently in the, in the last few years. And I hope he does clean up his act. I hope he does get the mental health counseling that he needs. But as far as the off the ice issues and the stress that a team will have to go through bringing a player, some teams just care about what you can do and they can solve character issues. Um, they think they can solve character issues. But sometimes, no matter what situation you put themselves in, the, the, the person, their behavior is going to come out. I mean, in the NFL, there's that situation with Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown, every stop that he's been to, he's been in trouble. And San Jose was not the first place that Evander Kane has gotten in trouble in. So I'm not saying that he can't clean up his act. Not saying that at all. But what are the chances that he does stay out of trouble? Good news is, if the Florida Panthers do decide that they want to make the move, he is far away from home as he can be from his hometown in Vancouver, far away from the San Jose Sharks as can be. But South Florida does have distractions. Let's let's not let's not kid ourselves. South Florida has the nice weather, the nightlife, the and will Evander Kane be able to survive that? Will he be able to tell himself no? Will the locker room embrace him? And I'm sure the players, if they speak to the media, they'll be able to say, yeah, we'll be able to bring this guy. Um, we have no issues because they want to support a teammate. And of course, they weren't in that situation that the San Jose Sharks were in where they, where it didn't happen to them. So they might have a different, of course, they're going to have a different opinion on it. And Oh, another issue that Evander Kane reportedly uh, did was uh, he was flaunting money uh, when going to a fight for Floyd Mayweather while the NHL was in the middle of a lockout, too. So that wasn't a good image for the NHL as the players were trying to fight for uh, more money, too. So that is not a good look for Evander Kane, for sure. But it's something that I'm not... I'm not for. But by the time this recording comes out, we might get an announcement that Evander Kane could be signing with the Edmonton Oilers, but nothing official yet. I mean, outside of 
McDavid and Dreisaitl, which the Edmonton Oilers are now in a strange position, strange position where they're free-falling because Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl aren't scoring at the rate that they are, that they might get a little bit of reinforcement in Evander Kane. And for the on-ice product, that's what I believe Evander Kane would be a better fit for to help versus the embarrassment of riches that the Florida Panthers do have at their disposal with the forward depth that they have. So on the ice and off, I would say that the Florida Panthers do not end up signing Evander Kane. If they end up doing it, I'll be, I'll be sighing. I'll be, I'll have to prepare for, of course, the podcast. But after a few, a day or two, it'll be, okay, what can this guy do to contribute winning? And we have to hope that he gets his act straight. And that, but people only change when they want to change. That's really what I'm getting at. So Evander Kane has got to want to change. And that is ultimately up to him. And that's the simplest way I could put it. It's, it's very simplistic. But it's the truth. He's got to want to change. And I hope that whatever new environment that he goes to helps him. And he helps himself, too, in that game. In the next segment, we're going to preview tonight's matchup between the Florida Panthers and the Vancouver Canucks as the team from the Pacific Northwest comes to visit the team in the Southeast. So keep it right here on Locked on Panthers, your first listen of the day. BetOnline has you covered with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through college football season and the pro football playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all sports action this season. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. So don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. BetOnline, where the game starts. Third and final segment here on the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast is the Florida Panthers welcome the Vancouver Canucks to the FLA Live Arena tonight at 7 p.m. So the Vancouver Canucks, they're in town. It's a little strange for Vancouver right now because they have only played three games since December 16th. Their last game, which is a road game against the San Jose Sharks, and only played three times after that. Won against Anaheim, lost in a shootout against LA, and then win against Seattle. But the Vancouver Canucks, since firing Travis Green and Jim Benning, their owner, their not owner, uh, general manager, uh, they cleaned house completely, brought in Bruce Boudreaux, and they haven't had a single game where they've gone pointless. They won six in a row before their shutdown, and then they get five out of six points in the last uh, three games, and they haven't played since New Year's Day. So this is going to be their first game in 10 days, So, and they're starting off with a five-game road trip. So kind of a tough uh, situation for the Vancouver Canucks to be in, but they were hot going into the month of December and early parts of January after cleaning house in their front front office and their coaching staff. And the future of the Canucks is very 
up in the air because their uh their former GM just put them in salary cap hell, taking on the contract of Oliver Ekman Larson and his huge cap hit that he has. His contract doesn't expire until 2027, and there's situations with being it being really hard to resign defenseman Quinn Hughes, who's leading them in assists, and Elias Patterson as well, who signed more of a short-term deal, and he said, I want to win. He's, he says that he wants to win, and it's been a hard time for for the Vancouver Canucks to put that winning there. And, of course, they, had, they bought out the contract of Braden Holtby. They had the situation with Jake Vertanen on sexual misconduct where they had to con- um, terminate his contract, too. So they've been in that situation as well. They still <laughs> think... Thanks to Cap Friendly, um, they still have the recapture penalty of Roberto Luongo from his time in Vancouver. This is the last year that Roberto Luongo is on the books of the Vancouver Canucks, so his contract will be clear. Former Florida Panther Brady Keeper, uh, he signed with them, and he's on LTIR, so we won't be seeing former Florida Panther uh, Brady Keeper in this one. But it's just been a very tough go for this Vancouver Canucks team over the season, but they've made they made quite a bit of a run since uh Bruce Boudreau uh took over as the as the head coach. And based on their 10 day layoff, this one's a really hard game to predict for the Florida Panthers. Because a lot of momentum for the Vancouver Canucks was stopped. Their Record, at least points percentage, says 515. They were one of the bottom teams in the, in the league, rising up slowly. And I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I, I do not think that they're going to find a way to magically go on a big run to, to catch the wild card or even the teams in the Pacific because Vegas is going to get healthier. Anaheim is a great story. LA, they might get a wild card. Calgary, one of the best defensive teams that we saw this season. And we're going to see them again next week. And I just don't know if that's enough of a run and that Bruce Boudreau can can really take them to a, a different level as well. Also, Yuho Lamico, let's not forget Yuho Lamico is also on the Vancouver Canucks, a, a guy that the Florida Panthers traded for. Oli Levy, so we haven't we haven't really uh seen him as as well. Noel Juleson, uh he is not in the NHL roster right now for the Vancouver Canucks, so we won't be seeing former Florida Panther Noel Juleson as well. So right now he is playing for the AHL affiliate for the Vancouver Canucks, which it's no longer the Utica Comets. Uh, now that's the affiliate of the New Jersey Devils, is now the Abbotsford Canucks. That is their new AHL affiliate. So he's playing for the Abbotsford Canucks right now in the AHL. So that's a little bit of a rundown of tonight's opponent for the Florida Panthers. We don't know who's starting in goal for the Canucks, but it looks like it's going to be Thatcher Damko, a former um, Boston College uh, goalie. 
as well, who has a 920 state percentage, a 254 goals against average uh, right now for, in 27 games for the Canucks, which is really pretty good. It's good enough to uh, get you some wins uh, if you're the Canucks. So uh, a better situation that the Canucks find themselves in versus what they had in the beginning of the season. Still quite a few long-term commitments on their roster that they're going to have to try to manage uh, in the next few years as they try to rebuild this roster too. So that's a situation where the Canucks are just trying to take that next step as they've been really the middle of the pack um, or near the bottom um, in the last few years for in, in the NHL. So maybe a co- this coaching change and they also hired um former front office guy for the Pittsburgh Penguins in Jim Montgomery um uh sorry Jim Rutherford my bad um Jim Rutherford is now with the Vancouver Canucks he's not the general manager he looks like he's going to hire his own uh general manager if you don't uh remember uh Jim Rutherford was the guy who was in charge for the Pittsburgh Penguins when they traded uh, Patrick Hornquist to the Florida Panthers in exchange for Mike Matheson. So he's taken over uh, in the front office for the Canucks, but it looks like he's going to hire his own uh, GM to be the guy hands-on, and he's going to be above him. So it doesn't look like he's going to be a full hands-on role for the Vancouver Canucks as they move forward and trying to rebuild that roster into the future. But hey, they were on a great run, even though they had their stoppage and a little bit of moment, their momentum stopped uh, based on the the COVID. Uh, but they haven't gone pointless in any game this season under Bruce Boudreau. And that's impressive. And that is a team that had a fire lit under them after their horrible start. The whole, the whole fans throwing jerseys on the ice in protest of the coaching staff, the ownership and the front office. Uh, it, it was a crazy time in Vancouver for a little bit this season. And it looks like there's a little bit of hope again, not sure if they're going to make the playoffs, but they do present a very great challenge for the Florida Panthers. And we'll see within the first 10 minutes of how rusty or not rusty this Vancouver Canucks team is when they return to action for the first time in 10 days. And we'll be back tomorrow to discuss more about tonight's game between these two teams, between the Florida Panthers and the Vancouver Canucks. So if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast so you'll be notified every single time the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Make sure to subscribe to Locked On NHL and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark. We'll be covering all the regular season activities around the National Hockey League. Thank you once again for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. And for your second listen of the day, make sure to listen to today's episode of Locked On Bets, your one-stop shop for all things betting. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms, so subscribe to Locked On Bets podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. I'm Ron signing off. And you've been listening to Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. <laughs>